Was it good for you? Welcome to the Lesbian Podcast. This is Charlie. And I'm Jay Church. And we have a friend in the studio today. We welcome Janine. Hello, everyone. Um, you're a Bay Area native, right? Yep, Bay Area, Bay Area native. <laughs> I kind of stumbled over that one, too. Who <laughs> <laughs> we affectionately refer to as J9. Which I think is adorable. (laughs) Not everyone can make a a numeric portion to their name, so I I feel pretty lucky. Pretty pretty privileged to have that. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) I bet all the kids were jealous in school when, like, you only had to have two letters to learn your name. Yeah, yeah. I I think nine is a pretty significant number, too, so I'm happy about that. Nice. (laughs) Awesome. Um, so we've got a great show for you today. We have an interview with DJ Dirty Curdy um, and Rainbow Rumors and Q News. So let's get to the show. Q News. Queer News you can use. All right. So starting off in Q News, um, just wanted to give a shout out to Anise Parker. We talked about her last week um, that she was running for mayor and she actually won. She's the first lesbian mayor of Houston. Woohoo! Insert <laughs> applause. Um, so yeah, Houston's the fourth largest city, so that's a pretty big deal. And it's a red state, which also big deal. Considering Huge. that they just made it uh, legal to sodomize each other like seven years ago in that state. I think having a gay mayor is... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the sodomy laws. Do you not know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Whatever. It that was sounds like I know. Crazy. That's why I said it. <laughs> sounds almost negative, you but it's positive. just to say sodomy. It's totally positive. I just love that they had to like in, like repeal a sodomy act. So I always <laughs> like to bring that up when I talk about Texas. That and I was there for it. It was a big party. You can imagine. <laughs> Woohoo! We can sodomize each other. <laughs> totally. <sighs> so, um, yeah, I wanted Congrats. to start off on a good note. And then um, moving into more Bay Area local news. Um, like a year ago, uh, the Richmond Jane Doe case. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Um, that is just now going to be going to have a hearing. And I didn't realize this, but apparently um, the Richmond Jane Doe is represented by Gloria Allred. That name ring a bell for anybody? Mm. Sounds really familiar. She's like the super attorney who represents everybody who's anybody, like Octomom and I'm pretty sure Britney Spears. She's a big LA attorney. I didn't realize she was involved in this case, but that's interesting. She's she uh, has some gay ties too, or ties to the queer community. I guess she represented the mother of um, Gwen Araujo, I think is how you say her last name, but she was the transgendered girl Uh who was murdered. Uh And her mom um, does a lot of speaking engagements now, so I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if she's still representing her or in what capacity. But anywho, um, as far as the case goes, um, Richmond Police Spokesman Lieutenant Mark Gagan said, um, what's difficult in this case is the level of aggression that the suspect showed was so immediate and over the top, I don't think that there was anything that our victim could have done to avoid being victimized. And from what he understands, it was an immediate, extremely aggressive attack without provocation, without really any warning. And the crazy part is that, I mean, it was four people, two of them are juveniles apparently. And that totally blows my mind, especially with like the other Richmond rape case with the high school. Um, I don't know why, I mean, it's never like okay to rape somebody, but just the fact that their kids doing it is so, they're getting younger and younger. Yeah, in it's other just words. so weird to me. I don't understand. It's 16. Like, I mean, I'm not a guy, and I mean, I guess girls can rape too, but usually it's not. But I can't like imagine at 16 being like, all right, guys, let's all go out tonight and like rape somebody. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, how does that become like a social activity? 
Yeah, so I mean, in terms of the Richmond Jane Doe case, um, they're saying, you know, even though it's been a year, it's still early in the case. I guess um, all, all the suspects are facing life terms if convicted, which again is sad because these kids are so young. I mean, right. like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. I don't understand how you get to but be that they, young and do this. I'm not saying that the punishment is right, but they went in know, knowing what they were going to do. Like, she drove a car with a bumper sticker of a rainbow like they knew she was a lesbian they had like ill intention going into oh, it oh i'm not know? saying they shouldn't totally receive a life sentence don't like don't get me wrong no. i'm just saying like I just, because they're young or i'm not even saying that because they're young they shouldn't get a life sentence i'm just saying it i can't wrap my head around the fact that so many of these kids are so young doing this right like I, at 16 i was not thinking about like raping other people why didn't it occur to them that that would, that would be the consequence yeah. and maybe think twice before like when did something? that become a cool thing to do on a friday oh. night right um. well <clears throat> i don't know i'm not arguing for their case but there you know there are studies with um just like gang violence and like gang rape mob, like mob mentality like you you don't stop and like you join in even you know because everyone else is doing it or well, whatever it always seems like too that there's always like two 16 year olds and then the other people who are involved are like 24 right I'm like it's how like, did you hang out <laughs> it's the initiation into yeah. adulthood is to do something vicious and uncalled for and inappropriate totally yeah. uh, so sad so the defendants um the defendants in this case you know they're facing life terms they're also as part of that, um, the charges they face include enhancements for inflicting great bodily injury and a sex offense, and I believe hate crimes as well. Um, and it looks like they had a firearm. So, yeah, I mean, I think life terms are totally appropriate they if they are convicted. Uh, no, I don't think they shot her, but I think it sounds like I mean, maybe they pistol whipped her because she had blunt force injuries. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't. I didn't think that they used it on her, but I was no. wondering if they were using it to like threaten her life. Or I would whatever. imagine. So I'm sorry, did you say she is alive now? Oh, she's alive. Yeah, I mean, she's just traumatized. So, I mean, that's the other part of why they're not really, like... I guess she's super... I mean, understandably so, super traumatized. And so they're not really, like, pushing this case too hard because I'm sure that she's not in a position where she really wants to see these people anytime soon. Or, you know, it gives gives her more time probably to heal before the the trial goes. Yeah, I'm actually um, personal friends with someone who experienced... um, a rape and took it to trial and unfortunately did not win the case mm. and um, there's a documentary out about her story now and she's also a lesbian was, she, you know was it a hate crime? Um, not sure um, I don't know the exact details of what was exchanged in conversation but it happened in a taxi cab here in San Francisco and um, she was bold enough to, you know, bring it to public attention, and she you know knew. The name of the documentary. Yep, the documentary is called "Tender Circumstances," and um, it's got a trailer. And I think it's it's rising up to a point where it's it's going to debut at some independent film festivals, possibly in 2010. No, so maybe we can like talk to. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it's worth calling attention to because mm-hmm. this happens a lot, and. Mm-hmm. It happens more than we know because people don't report it and right. because even when they do, which this case is the example, it, it doesn't it doesn't go to your favor necessarily. Right. It's not like a done deal that if you accuse someone of, of raping you that 
Yeah, you'll get like it's taken a year to go to try or this other one, the Jane Doe one. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. I mean, there's, there's a lot of variables in place. I mean, you know, of, of course, there's the victim who, you know, needs justice, but at the same rate, like these guys are facing life terms. These attorneys need time to, like, <laughs> oh no, a crazy I'm not defense. saying anything about the justice system. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, can you imagine, like, not not being the victim and not, you know, taking care of it then like just like having this long drawn out case exactly you have to face these people a year later and you just want to move on with your life like yeah Yeah. and how do you move on from something like that i don't know if you ever do yeah well in another uh case of uh hate crimes uh uganda who we talked about last week um with the death penalty legislation apparently they're dropping the death penalty portion uh, in lieu of reform measures. So what? basically, uh, <laughs> Ugandan politician David Bahadi is planning an, planning to introduce a revised legislation regarding homosexuality, which is meant to replace the one that he offered in October. While it will still mean that homosexuality is illegal in Uganda, the provisions regarding life imprisonment and the death penalty will be dropped out, and instead the law will center around a quote-unquote more refined punishment. Which Let's be what? civilized. Yes. Like it, caning? Like, what are they going to do to them? I, I guess it's all uh, relative to interpretation. Yeah. So it attempts to cure homosexuals of their attraction to others of the same sex. <laughs> this is a disease. This is so, uh. like, 1950 or something. Right? <laughs> this is that, what was that Florida <laughs> orange juice commercial oh, gal? Anita Bryant. Anita yeah. Bryant. Is it Anita Baker or Anita Bryant? Bryant. Oh, Anita backwards. Bryant. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so Rachel Maddow was talking about this last week on her show, and she pointed out that David Bahati is a member of this um, organization called The Family. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's kind of, it, it's a, it was described as a mafia-esque fundamentalist group, and apparently this group has some pretty high-level members, yep. a couple of whom are members of Congress. Ooh, so, big shock. Um, or I'm sorry, <laughs> they're actually senators, which is kind of even worse. Um, So the senators are Chuck Grassley and Senator John Ensign. And she kind of broke down the ridiculousness of this idea that homosexuality can be cured by inviting uh, Richard Cohen on, who is the head of the International Healing Foundation. What? (laughs) This whole um, thing's just laughable. I'm sorry. Like... (laughs) What? So Richard Cohen came on, and um, he's actually quoted in a lot of the documentation in Uganda as like being the source of you know the homosexuals can be cured movement. And so she's asking him all this stuff, and basically his he relies on like in the in the video I watched he relies on his own personal experience of being a cured homosexual to say that it is possible because he's apparently married now, and. Still, I think he said has like homosexual feelings, but he doesn't act on them or whatever. And he's very happy to be married and he loves his wife. But he's been kicked out of the American Psychological Association. And I think like the Canadian psychological, like pretty much any governing body that could ever license you to be legit. Yeah. And he only has sex with his wife in the ass. No. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Charlie. (laughs) And you were talking about my sodomy comments earlier. (laughs) I had to top that one. Sorry. So yeah, Top. I mean, <laughs> literally, <laughs> or a bossy bottom. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so I mean, Rachel Maddo made a good point that his his quotes are being taken literally by people in Uganda as being like actual grounded science, 
And when she asked him about certain quotes, he actually couldn't even defend them and was like, oh yeah, actually in the next version of this book, we're going to be taking those out. As though that was like a solution that was going to fix everything. Like they're not already using the current version that has his quotes in it to like kill people essentially. Right. Wow. You know? Just pretend it wasn't there. Yeah, just act Oops. like it never happened. These people never existed. <laughs> so um, the other... the. The other part to this is that I believe the family is having some sort of gathering in the U.S., like a conference or something, in February. Do you guys remember hearing anything about that? No. But I believe that um, this some of the Ugandan the family members might be coming over here. So there's multiple in Uganda. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a movement in Uganda that's just like an arm of like the U.S. Ah, version. it's the branch. The branch. Yes. <laughs> the and Ugandan so branch. The Ugandan branch of the family, <laughs> I believe, is going to be here in February, and I'm kind of surprised that they're going to be coming into the country. I thought that they were cutting ties with everyone who supports gay rights. Yeah. Right. So I don't really know what that means about the U.S. right now. They should come to San Francisco. <laughs> let's give them a tour. <laughs> All the gay let's, old time. Let's welcome them to San Francisco. <laughs> the beating. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then on another note, on just to follow up on this story from last week, we noted that Rick Warren had ties to this group too, who was the inauguration prayer giver for Obama, and um, he finally came out, finally, and denounced this and gave a statement. Um, came out? Not yeah, okay. came out. I'm literally. like, what? <laughs> no, he uh, <laughs> of came out of he did. He came out of his closet that he was hiding in <laughs> regarding this issue. <laughs> Other issues he'll be coming out about later. So many closets. I mean, yeah. Everybody's got a closet. Yeah. So his, his statement is that as pa- as a pastor, I found the most effective way to build consensus um, for social change is usually through direct quiet diplomacy and behind the scenes dialogue rather than through media. But because I didn't rushed to make a public statement some erroneously concluded that i supported this terrible bill and some even claimed i was a sponsor of the bill you in uganda know that that is untrue so at least he's finally um stepped up and said something i'm still waiting for him to come out (laughs) (laughs) come out come out that's the big news (laughs) right and then finally to wrap up q news um buju banton who's a I guess a huge reggae star. I mean, obviously we don't follow him. I don't know. Who he is. No. Um, but he, besides like what we've talked yeah, other about. than other than the protests, um, <laughs> he was in San Francisco recently, and there was protests, and he had to meet with gay leaders in order to play, and of course that was probably fruitless. Um, but I'm happy but to I'm report. Bull- Fruitless, <laughs> stupid. No pun intended. Uh, you're, you're, I told you you're it worked eight days in a row. I'm kind of <laughs> loopy at this point. Anyways, I'm happy to report that Buju Banton will probably not be playing in San Francisco or actually anywhere else anytime soon. He's been uh, in federal custody since this past Tuesday on charges of trying to purchase and sell five kilos of cocaine. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Wait a second. Did you say he's a reggae star? He's a reggae star. Don't, reggae, reggaeton. Isn't very, like... Anti-reggae? Anti-reggae. Anti-Rastafarianism? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, apparently he wasn't doing too hot in sales if he had to sell coke to make a living. I don't know. Really <laughs> right. <remember, you> know. And <laughs> Don't quit Whatever. your day job. I mean, you should. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I figured we'd end on a good note. Awesome. Toodles, Buju. And now into Rainbow Rumors. Rainbow Rumors! So, for this week, I'm really excited because I actually watched this on The View. Um, um, Portia, de Re- 
Portia de Rossi, who Howdy. we all know is married to Ellen DeGeneres, um, uh, visited The View. And she talked about how her last visit to The View, she was really scared that they would ask her about, you know, who you know, who she's dating, blah, 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 because she was still in the closet. And this was back in 2003. Um, and then the topic, um, they, of course, they're going to ask her about Ellen DeGeneres on this uh, visit to The View. Um, of course, conservative host Elizabeth asked Portia why gay marriage had to be called, quote unquote, marriage. So Elizabeth was quoted to saying, men and women, Women want all rights of men, but they're not asking to be called men. Do you think, is the word marriage more important than the rights? And Portia replies, no, of course the word isn't more important than the rights, but without the word, we don't have equal rights. Every citizen of this country should have that legal right to be married. Marriage, the word, actually does mean something, because people who see a gay coupling as like a lesser thing in society can continue to be lesser than marriage when really it's the exact same thing the exact same love the exact same commitment love of family you know and i just i thought she you know answered that question really well um you know she was articulate and she didn't lose her cool and uh elizabeth is known to be you know she's an idiot conservative republican uh christian woman you know whatever so that george was, bush supporter i mean doesn't that exactly sum it up? she right. doesn't apologize for it she just she's always every time i watch that show she's arguing with someone and mm -hmm. just like thank you portia for putting her in her place you know have you seen her psa no her no. public service and it was right after well i think it was during the height of the whole prop 8 you know gay right movement and um she came out basically with the spoof of apologizing to everyone who she's hurt or insulted really? or offended by being gay. But it's really humorous and when she they did run it, it like during the Barbara Walters special or something. Um no, it's just it's a public service announcement. It's it's, huh. it's done like a public service uh, announcement, but it's a it's it's a mockery. Right, right, right. Of Who know, did it? Portia de Rossi. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which is Again, I think part of her whole movement to now be, you know, kind of a front woman to the yeah. to the lesbian gay movement. So right, it's kind of like being sarcastic about. Yeah, that. you know, because there was that whole um, what was it like the Rainbow Coalition or you know those people that got found out for being hired to um, support the the Catholic uh, right with their whole anti-gay commercials and whatnot, and they were. And some video leaked out onto YouTube where they oh, had interviews. Yeah, 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 we have the interviews on our website. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, it was kind of done like as With a, the storms are closing in. Yes, <laughs> the gay storm is coming. Exactly. <laughs> so it was around that whole time. Can't wait. Portia de Rossi's is kind of in that style, but more of like a response to, "Oh, really? Did I offend you because I'm gay? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please yeah, accept sorry my apology." <laughs> I'm gonna have to exactly. check that out. Maybe we can put it on our website. Yeah. Um, but do you watch Glee? No, I actually don't have basic cable. Who's <laughs> on the only person in San Francisco who doesn't watch Glee? I Hulu. do not. Watch you can watch TV. it on Hulu. Anyways, one of my favorite shows, and um, there's two cheer. Well, there 
There were three Cheerios. Cheerios. They're part of the cheerleading squad. One was oh. pregnant, so she got kicked off the team. But the other two Cheerios. Um, <laughs> Cheerios. I know. <laughs> um, the last show was amazing. It was the final episode for the season. But um, there's a rumor that there's going to be lesbian cheerleaders. So the two remaining cheerleaders on the Glee Club... Um, they in the fall finale of the show and the second half of the season will air in spring 2010 Brittany the blonde cheerleader said she and Santana the brunette cheerleader are sleeping together what the on the show right oh yeah not in real life but um <laughs> darn that would be interesting <laughs> I guess another it's tattoo only, that'd be I a know, better rumor <laughs> anyways it's only a four second scene and we have no idea whether it's true or not but the way the camera pans over their faces and after the admission it's probably true like they probably like drop their gaze or whatever i think any more than a four second scene of high school cheerleaders Mm -hmm. having sex is probably going to be considered kiddie porn (laughs) (laughs) that just seems like that's it's gonna raise a lot of eyebrows and a lot of I mean, I won't go there. (laughs) Well, uh, I talked about how the gay boy character on the show was, like, attacked for being, you know, too stereotypical Stereotypical. or whatnot. And I'm just like, whatever. It's a stereotype because it's partly true. Or it's based on, you know, know, things that actually happen. But I love that show. And even better now. And nobody's going to tell you otherwise. Exactly. Shoot. Shoot. I feel so, like everyone's trying to jump on the girl-on-girl uh, girl bandwagon yeah, here. They are. Like, every TV show. Yeah, yeah. seriously. And I, now it's gone down to even, like, high school level. I mean, I, I guess I can kind of relate, because I went to an all-girls high school, and I, I probably should have known then what I know now, but... <laughs> yeah, see, Stuart had a lot more fun. <laughs> exactly, exactly. In fact, our, our uh, principal was rumored to be a lesbian, and judging by her power suits, I, I, might, I might concur. <laughs> yeah, our, our teacher was rumored to... Um, be girlfriends with the French teacher. Oh, awesome. I've really seen walking around. <laughs> you know those French. Imagine their Parisian home. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, and I'm going to say this every time you bring up Glee, I love Jane Lynch on that show. I know. Jane Lynch <laughs> is amazing. Um, wh- how did I... M- just happened to skip over her but she's the most amazing out lesbian actress ever i love her in all the (laughs) christopher guest movies especially best in show but she's just i her i hate her character on glee but she has the best she's the best she's so witty and she has the most perfect comedic timing like she's amazing she had some comment to will schuster on the season finale where she was like she said something about like and do something with your lesbian haircut <laughs> love you like a sister <laughs> I was Some- like, so ridiculous it's funny <laughs> sometimes it's like it's the characters you hate the most that make such a oh, yeah. such a great actor and actress behind that totally. yeah and my last but not <clears throat> least um really cute actress whom i love is drew barrymore and kate moaning are gonna play girlfriends in everybody's fine which i think came out Friday. Is it a movie? <clears throat> it's a movie. It's called Everybody's Fine and it's like, you know, the typical holiday movie. But there are lesbians involved. So Drew Barrymore plays Rosie and Rosie lives in Vegas where she's like a showgirl dancer. And uh 
basically her dad who is played by Robert De Niro comes to um, you know visit or whatnot and she takes her dad back to her apartment and introduces him to her quote-unquote friend Jilly who is Kate Monig and her quote-unquote friend's baby so yes Rosie is not out and um, I don't I don't you know I don't want to ruin like what happens but it's cool because it doesn't seem like one of those typical cheesy movies where they're like, oh, let's write in like a lesbian affair or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then the girl goes back to dating men or whatever. Like, you know, we don't know if she comes out to her dad, but it's basically, um, you know, something that I think all gays deal with. um, Definitely. You know, trying to come out or whatnot and um, call, you know, my mom still calls my girlfriend, you know, my quote unquote friend you know to this day and we've been dating for a year and a half so it's it just it touches on those things and um her sister and brother in the movie are played by Kate Beckinsale who's hot and Sam <laughs> Rockwell and so it's just a it's just a movie about you know family and deep dark secrets and everything um so nice. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it yeah definitely with those two yeah Ooh. exactly <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming the baby is theirs, but that's kind of the I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Okay. I'm going to let's go watch it together. That would be an interesting uh, you know, added, you know, topic for another lesbian yeah. gay movie because you never, you never touch that. on family aspects yeah, exactly. of the gay and lesbian community. Yeah. Um, which I think is due. I think exactly. it's due in, in media. The only I, the only thing I can think of in recent time where you've seen that is the L word. Exactly. Where exactly. Bet and, and then she leaves Bet for a man. <laughs> yep. And then comes right back. Hey, that hey. That is good. That is good. She came back. Men, are you watching? The L word proves. Once you go gay, you can't go back. <laughs> Once you go gay, you can't stay away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's got to run. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, that's all I have for you for this week. All right, let's get in the interview. We caught up with um, DJ Dirty Curdy when she was in San Francisco. She is a uh, DJ out of San Diego currently, and we, uh, you know, hung out with her on this sweet cruise and whatnot. Um, I think she does a lot of events um, in the San Diego, LA area. And I know she travels. She was just in Austin at a party. So she was up here actually for a party at Mars Bar. Happy Ho or yeah, Happy Ho. <laughs> I don't know. There's nice. a lot of Happy Ho's. It was there, really fun. Sure. I only got to see her transition into um, from the other DJ song, but because um, we were at Cockblock and I had to get on stage and deal with a drunk crowd. But that's another story. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? I'll tell you later. Anyways, I'm sure I've Facebook updated it quite a, quite a bit already. <laughs> Did you Twitter? I don't Twitter. Oh. I don't tweet. Can you imagine or... Charlie with a Twitter account? Uh. No. <laughs> There'd be so much like, oh my God, no. I can't believe that just went off. Yeah. Right? She's, she's a fiery personality. We'd have to like <laughs> limit her interaction with the Twitter Whatever. account. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, um, we caught up with DJ Dirty Curdy right before she was going on. And uh, let's get into it. This is Charlie with the Lesbian Podcast. We have with us today DJ Dirty Curdy, and she's in town on this rainy uh, Saturday night um, for a gig at Mars Bar, right? Correct. 
Um, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself that um, if they don't, if they aren't familiar with your music and stuff. Um, well, I play pretty much every kind of music. Um, my passion is house. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of was doing a lot of house, and then when I kind of broke into quote unquote the lesbian community, mm-hmm. um, especially down in San Diego, it wasn't a lot of house. A lot of the women didn't want to hear house, and so I had to kind of, you know, learn how to play top forty hip hop. Um, rock, pop, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so now uh, I do a lot more lesbian clubs where they want that style music. Okay, and is it, because I'm pretty familiar with house, is it like deep house or is it tech um, house? Well, I grew up in Jersey, so I kind of had like the deep kind of house, um, actually even techno kind of in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I came to San Francisco, I kind of found the love for like deep soulful kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we love yeah. like Chicago style. <laughs> exactly, deep house. Chicago style. Um, I put out a CD that was like all deep house kind of stuff. And then now being in San Diego, I have like another influence of like, well, I think everyone does, but like more electro, mm-hmm. more vocal stuff. I actually hear a vocal, but like kind of more electro vocal kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so like that, like my next CD, I've been in the studio for a couple months now, just trying to get this CD out so I can get actually more gigs in the house um, region of music and clubs and move away from top 40 exactly i think every dj wants to do that yeah um so i think it's your third cd now this will be my fourth cd fourth cd third house cd um and i have a hip-hop two hip-hop cds out actually hip-hop and house so and you just finished recording you're finishing up i'm just finishing i've been in the studio a couple months now i just have like three more tracks to lay down and it should be done so nice. hopefully with the Congrats. next couple of weeks. Thank you. Yeah. And um, how long have you been DJing? I have been out DJing um, and getting paid for about five years now. Okay. So this is your full-time job. It is now, yeah. And passion. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Very good. We'll have to go down and check you out um, in San Diego because I was really excited. I've been there. I've been in, um, I guess, like their version of Castro. The Hillcrest, um, Hillcrest it's called. Yeah, yeah, around 4th of July a couple years back, but I've never been to their Pride and I know, like, I hear awesome. so so many great things about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to check it out, but um, you also used to live in San Francisco. Yep, I lived here, well, I've been in San Diego for almost seven years now, so mm-hmm. I lived here seven years ago, um, for seven years, kind of a weird number, I probably should play it in the lottery, but, yeah. um, and now I'm trying to make my way back up here, either part-time or full-time, itch. yeah, exactly. seven-year <laughs> Yeah, that's kind right? of funny. With relationships and, yeah. you know, moving and whatever. Yeah. But very cool. So when is your, um, when do you see your CD being released? My CD actually probably will be done within a couple weeks. Probably will release it within a month um, just because I'm in the studio doing it. It has to kind of get finished and mastered and, you know, that you got to send that out and then get it back. And so probably within a month it should be should be out and, you know, I'll have a, hopefully have a huge release party for it and either give it away or hopefully maybe make some money off of it. Yeah, very cool. Um, And then tell us about this Mars Bar Party. The Mars Bar Party actually is, it's called the Happy Ho Party. And (laughs) it's a party. Not like a Santa Ho, but like a Ho Ho. (laughs) Yeah, like Ho Ho, maybe Santa Ho, but mostly Ho. Um, How it was started was about 15 of my super, super close best friends um, just kind of wanted to give back to all of our friends. And so every year we put on a party, we all pitch in money, 
to create the party and we rent out a space and invite all of our friends. Oh, cool. um, there's no cover. You have to obviously buy all your alcohol and stuff at the bar, but there's yeah. no cover and we just kind of celebrate, you know, friends. I mean, it started as a really small party and now last year we had like over 250, 300 people. So nice. tonight, which is when it's happening, is probably going to be a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure people will be like not in the patio area because it's kind of raining on and off. Yeah. But. Yeah. And that's kind of going to be interesting because that bar is not very big. Anyways. Oh, no. I'm familiar <laughs> with that bar. I yeah. love that bar because you go in and they have this like long like uh, bar and then you kind of make a U-turn. There's a pool table and then there's like a patio area and they have great food. And um, we actually had like a little Scorpio birthday party there a couple years ago with a couple friends. Um, and it was really fun, but it was just like the Sunday after how many, you know, how many costume parties San Francisco yeah, yeah. holds. So it's just like everyone's you know, hungover and everything, but it's a cute place. Yeah, super cute. Are you a Scorpio? Yeah. When's your birthday? October 27th. Okay. Mine's November 20th, so right on the cusp. Okay. Sagittarius. Scorpio's rule. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, so where are you going to be setting up your tables? Is it like where the pool table is? Um, it's right behind the bar. They have turntables and CD players already set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like they're kind of stacked. It's not okay. a very big area, but it, yeah, I didn't notice that last time. Yeah, very cool. So you have a production company in San Diego, don't you? I do. Yes, I have a company called Into You Events, um, and I run it with my business partner Heidi Kinney, um, who's thrown parties a very long time ago in San Diego and in LA, um, and then kind of got out of the scene for a while, and now came back. Um, invited me to kind of come on board as the DJ and then we kind of just clicked together and now we're like partners doing the production company and promoting. Nice. What's the broken bed then? I heard something about broken <laughs> bed. I thought that was your production company. Um, no, that is, um, Talanya is also a DJ. Talanya, mm-hmm. who one of the owners of Flawless, she's also a DJ and she's a house DJ. And so when we play together, that's our moniker. So okay. we now have, um, we're now trying to promote ourselves as two DJs um, to play in any club, basically. And our DJ name is DJ Broken Bed. I see. That's funny because I remember that night that you guys were DJing. I didn't really see Talanya on the tables too much. Yeah. Was there something going on? This is the sweet um, cruise that yeah. we're talking about. Sorry, Talanya, for listening. <laughs> no. We love you. We're going to call Talanya out. Yeah. I'm totally we, out you, though. We love you. Love your hair and everything. But, like, yeah, I didn't. What happened yeah. there? She played one of the nights, and then the second night that it was, like, the big hype of Broken yeah. Bed. Um She's kind of new to the whole Serato thing, uh-huh. and she like was having a little trouble with her computer. So uh-huh. when we were trying to switch, it wasn't working because she like I downloaded the new version of Serato on her computer, and because she didn't update her Mac, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. working. Yes, I'm outing you, Talanya. I love you. <laughs> um, but so that's what kind of happened. So I'm DJing. Like, when is she gonna come on? And you know, she's in the background, like messing with her computer, and then never actually got an opportunity to play. Yeah, she made a great go-go dancer, though. Yeah, she was <laughs> killing it. And actually, there's a video that one of the dancers from San Diego took that's on my thing on my Facebook in MySpace, where I'm like going off in the picture, and she's like dancing in the background. <laughs> you can see her kind of like figuring out her computer, and then kind of dancing. And I yeah, want to see that. Was, yeah, you'll have to check it out. So cool. So um, tell us, uh, tell our listeners how they can 
uh, hear your music or contact you? Um, you can contact me either on Facebook. Um, I have a fan page. It's DJ Dirty Curdy, D-I-R-T-Y-K-U-R-T-Y. Um, or you can go to my MySpace page, which again, MySpace slash DJ Dirty Curdy. Um, and then I also have just the normal page, which has my real name on it. We're not going to tell anyone who that is, but that's the one that I mostly check. Um, but I do, you know, I put a lot of stuff on my fan page and if people want to know where I'm playing, they can either go there or to my MySpace page. Okay. And one last question. I'm sure our fans are dying to know if they, um, already know you and have been following your music. Your Facebook page has a very precarious picture with um, someone in some boy underwear and DJ Dirty Curdy bumper sticker on the behind. And we're wondering, who does that belong to? Um, well, I would like to claim that as my ass, but it's not. <laughs> it's a pretty nice tan ass, yeah. I have to say. Um, yeah, it's a friend of mine from Austin. She was one of the go-go dancers on board. And um, when I was throwing out my fly on uh, my sticker sorry someone I think she put it on her ass and ended up one of my friends actually Iris one of the promoters from Flawless took a picture of it and sent it to that's me that's so. a cool picture you should totally make that into yeah. like your flyer or yeah. something because it's eye-catching yeah of course yeah well thank you so much DJ Dirty Curdy and we look forward to seeing your set tonight thanks I'm excited thanks for having me thanks a lot all right well I want to thank DJ Dirty Curdy for stopping by to talk with us and be sure to uh check out the les ladies night for new year's we're gonna be at that party so we hope you'll join us it's gonna be at it's new year's day not new year's eve though okay it's new year's day we're gonna be at decade this time it's not gonna be at the lookout where it normally is so you'll want to make sure that you know you find the address for that and everything and check out our website um we're gonna maybe post that video that Janine was talking about um, the PSA from Portia de Rossi Ed yep. Zully, I'm looking forward to it, watching that <laughs> that's um, great and you can also check it out for any past episodes or you know information about our guests and um, there's a couple segments there's uh, Daikus and Ask Charlie if you want any advice love advice whatever etc um and thank you for continuing to support us there's also a donate button um that's about it all right thanks janine for coming on yeah let's go watch that movie together yeah Um, totally (laughs) and thank you to dj dirty curdy and we are audi stay sexy san francisco Was it good for you?